0: Today on the Believer's Voice of Victory, Gloria and Kelly Copeland reveal that Jesus knows every root of fear and has a strategy for you to get rid of all fear in your life. Don't tolerate fear in any part of your life. Hello, everybody. I'm Gloria Copeland, and welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory. Kelly's back with us today, and she's got more good word for us. The more we hear. Of the word, the more it goes in our eyes, in our ears, gets in our heart, the freer we become. I like to be free. Hallelujah. Thank Welcome, you. Kelly. Thank you, Mother.
1: Yesterday, um, we were talking about Habakkuk. I'm sorry, Hebrews two, and about being free from the free from fear. We've, we're talking this week and next week about being free from fear and about letting the Lord diagnose you from. Fears that you're not aware of, and primarily over these next two weeks, as we talk about freedom from fear, living free from fear, living a life free from fear. It takes some certain decisions, and mostly, what it takes is a decision to look to Jesus, to put yourself in a place where He can point things out, where He can diagnose you, where He can say, "Get rid of that right there." Even there may be things you may think are unconnected to fear. Um. I'm, I'm just really led to bounce into this and then we'll come back to Hebrews 2 but I'm going to take this little rabbit trail. Um, there were uh, there was the Lord talked to me recently about forgiving somebody and I really didn't think I had unforgiveness in my heart about them uh, Let me back up just say he was talking to me about apologizing to this person. I didn't think I owed them an apology. But the Lord did. And He began talking to me about apologizing for this thing. I was like, Lord, seriously, that is so minor compared to what that person did to me? And that's a natural way to think. You just like, like that's like, that's so little compared to what they did to me. And the Lord, you know, I think sometimes when you say stuff like that to Him, it's just crickets, nothing. no, No sound coming back from Him. <laughs> But on this day he really helped me to process through that. And it was like, that's true if you have a scale. If you have a scale in your life, I did this, one very big, this person did this, makes light of what I did. And I saw that I had this thing that I needed to apologize for um on, on this scale didn't look like much to me, but if you get rid of the scale, which is what the Lord said, get rid of your scale. And that leaves you just with a plate full of something Jesus said you need to get rid of. Well, when He diagnoses you with something like that, you need to take that, and you need to do what He said. Get it. Get it off. Get I it get out. It. He, get wasn't, of it. he wasn't concerned about it. I mean, I'm sure He's concerned about the other person too, but He was doing that. That was for me. That he was getting something off my plate. So I did that. I called the person. I apologized. I'm sure it surprised him. (laughs) And honestly, he had, there were several people that he had me do that with over different things, which I'm so grateful now because those would have just sat in my heart forever, undiagnosed by my Savior. But he saved me from not only my sin, but myself. (laughs) And so I, I, I called this person and I, I I repented and I apologized, said that wasn't right, you know? Um, and it, and it surprised him. But that moment made a turning point in some things for me. And I didn't realize it Mm -hmm. until looking back that I had some fear about some things that were totally attached to that that seemed so small. Honestly, Bo- if you boiled it down, it was, the event was, I was late for something, but my heart in it was about something else that the Lord helped me to see. So you might think, well, being late, I mean, uh, you, you say, hey, I'm sorry I'm late, and then you're done. But for me, there was something in my heart beyond that that even led me to be late that day. So when I, when I repented, If I look back, there's some things now that I look back and I realize I had some fear over, and it's not there anymore. Praise God. It's just not there. And even the things that were, like, causing me, the circumstances that were causing me to be concerned, I'm sure I never thought I was fearful about it, but concerned about something, um, those circumstances are not there anymore. Praise God. And if I track it back... I can track it back to that apology and that repentance that the Lord put in front of me to make. And so even though when I started talking about, you know, uh, repentance or asking somebody to forgive you, you might have thought, well, where's she going with that? That's not about being free from fear, but it was. I didn't know it. You didn't know it when I started Mm -hmm. telling the story. But Jesus knows the root of every fear. And if you allow him to be your savior yesterday yesterday we talked about he's our savior he's your everyday savior he's the one that keeps that stuff from storing up in your heart Thank and God. helps you to get rid you know yeah. get rid of it day by day, get rid of the things that are old. he can help you find and diagnose things that are as old as you are you know i ha I am fifty three years old and I had something happen to me when I was three, and no one but the Lord could have shown me. But when He did, I got free free of fear that I didn't know I had. So many of those things are Mm. rooted very deeply. But it's so easy for him because the Bible says he knows you inside and out. Psalm 139 says he knows everything about you. It says he knows every word. Every word before you even open your mouth. He knows what's thinking about coming out. (laughs) (laughs) He knows your heart. Other people, they, they don't know what you're thinking about, and aren't we glad? But he knows every word. And He knows how to get to the bottom of everything in there. And so just opening your heart up to Him takes the pressure off. Amen. um, To be perfect. But you have better
0: hands. It does. So yesterday we were
1: reading about how perfect He is. And in Hebrews 2, in verse 10, we were seeing that it says, uh, my Bible said, He qualified as our perfect leader, Because he went before us. I have this in the Passion uh, Translation. It calls him, uh, it says in verse 10, it is the beauty of God who created all things for his glory to make the pioneer of our salvation. Isn't that good? He pioneered, he went there first. He He surely did. He went to hell so that he could come back risen and be able to have. He paid the price for us everything. Yeah. the price. It says, this is how He brings His many sons and daughters to share in His glory. This says that He leads us. He's the perfect leader to fit, to bring us to our salvation. So we have nothing to fear. He's already been through it all. And that's why it talks about in verse, um, in verse 14, it says that He only by dying could he break the power of the devil who had the power of death. Satan had the power Mm -hmm. of death. Jesus broke that and took it away from him. And the Bible says he gave those keys to us. He gave us authority over death in his name. Only in this way could he set free all who have lived their lives as slaves to the fear of dying. Now, I want to read that in a couple of versions here. This is where we left off. It says, he did this. So that he could experience death. Listen to this, mom, and annihilate the effects of the intimidating accuser. Mm. That is Satan. He's the one that feeds fear. He's the one that That's feeds right. worry. Because He's the one it gives that fears him place. Feeds our thought. Right? That's he, what wants, he us. wants.
0: He wants to be somebody. He wants place. He
1: wants to be Lord over our lives, like he became Lord over Eve's life. Yeah. So he fed her a fear that she didn't wouldn't have what she deserved, or wouldn't yeah. have. Yeah. I mean, fear. The, I've listed some fears I'm going to read in a minute, and there are many more. But as we mention one, or as the Lord brings one up in your heart, write it down so you can take authority and yeah. see what He has R- to say. It. If it comes up in you that that's something you deal with, but for Eve, it was fear that you're going to miss out on something. Fear that God is withholding. Fear that you're you're not getting what you deserve. Satan came in with that lie. Honestly, the basis of that lie is fear that you're abandoned. You could look at all these and so, and they are based on fear of being abandoned. Well, the word says we're not abandoned. Even in a hard time, 2 Corinthians 4 says, "We are not ever abandoned." By God. God. Isn't that good? Yeah. We are never abandoned, but Satan certainly would like to lie to us and tell us that we are, but we're not, and he's a liar. This says um, He came to annihilate the effects of the intimidating accuser who holds against us the power of death. By embracing death, Jesus sets free those who live their entire lives in bondage to the tormenting dread of death. It says in verse eighteen, he suffered and endured every test and temptation, so he can help us every time we pass through the ordeals of life. Praise this God. says in the notes that the Aramaic could be translated so he would be the nurturing Lord of the King Priests. Praise That's God. That's the verse before that. Um, he made us brothers and sisters and became our merciful, faithful, and nurturing. What does nurturing mean, Mom? But, but helping. Leading, growing up. up. Mm -hmm. See, all of that is wrapped up in that verse. That's what He is here for us to do. And as we look at Him, He will do that. He'll lead us through a time of trouble, as we know. He will lead us through growing up. He'll lead us out of stuff that were an attack of Satan. He'll lead us out of stuff that was a result of our own dumb choices. And He'll he'll help us not make those choices. He is. I had it in the Amplified. I wanted to read it out of there. Since, therefore, these his children share in flesh and blood, in the physical nature of human beings, he himself in a similar manner partook of the same na- nature. He became flesh and blood. So that by going through death, he might bring to nothing. This is where we left off yesterday, I believe. Nothing. My dad says Satan is a big zero. <laughs> he made Him of, he made of no effect him who had the power of death. You know, Satan wants you to be afraid. He's a big zero. Just say that right now. Satan's a big zero.
0: Satan's a big zero. Jesus is my perfect leader and Savior. Jesus is my perfect leader and and Savior. And I have no fear. And I have no fear. But this
1: says that he might deliver and completely set free all those who through the haunting fear of death were held in bondage throughout the course of their throughout the whole course of their lives mm. so this tells us the bondage that we are in in anything every in any day any time any moment in any area is because of the haunting fear the fear, fear haunts death. the fear of death it's the basis of every bondage. And if you have fear, you are in bondage.
0: And when that, the Lord- That they fear comes upon them. You know, that's why you, you opens the door. Fear, like faith closes the door to the devil, fear opens the door to the devil. We just can't do it. We just can't do, have fear and be free. Praise God. You guys- have had so
1: many opportunities to have fear. Well, everybody does. Everybody does. But I don't think people really stop and think about it. I mean, everybody's so absorbed in their own fear (laughs) that they forget that other people deal with things. But every time I've watched you and Dad resist fear, and when you resist fear, you get answers. That's right. When you resist the fear, you get the answer comes. And Otherwise, you are held in bondage. And, and, uh, and that word haunting, I wanted, I looked it up, Mom. Mm-hmm. It says, remaining in the consciousness.
0: Yeah, well, that's a good way to say that.
1: So when you have a fear, or even an old fear, you think, oh, I dealt with that. No, it can remain in the
0: consciousness if
1: you don't go to Jesus.
0: To have you ever heard the it. term, uh, I had a nagging Fear. fear that's what the, that describes haunting, that describes that people say that so a haunting fear
1: you know there are people that have fear of things and they might deal with that moment but the basis of the fear is still in there and Jesus will help you remove it oh, like yeah. removing a splinter he can help you remove the basis of it like whether it's your kids um, you know faith will remove
0: fear you believe God's word, and whatever it is He tells you, He bore your sicknesses and carried your diseases. Then that removes. If you'll let it, it removes right. the fear of that sickness or disease, That's so right. that faith can do its thing. Hallelujah. So when you read His word,
1: yeah, if you believe it and you realize that His take love, it, He it. came because of His love. God the Father sent Him to come and go through all this stuff and die on the cross for us and to pay the price so we don't have to have fear because of his love. He loves you that much. Mm-hmm. When you understand that, it allows you to receive what he said and choose to believe it. Amen. And 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 faith your faith will stand. But when you have these hidden fears that you don't deal with or you don't let Jesus help you to recognize, then you're thinking you're standing in your faith, but your answer can be delayed because of a hidden fear. But we have the Savior to show us what yes. is hiding. Yes. And, and when you see it, don't tolerate it.
0: That's, again, we'll the, say it probably it, every day. Is it the amplified that, I think it is, it says the haunting fear of yeah. death. When you're haunted, haunted. by something, you're, you're, it's nagging at you. It comes on you all the time. Pe- there's a lot of people like that uh-huh. that okay. are, are, are bound by the haunting fear of death. And, uh, it, and that opens the door of the devil. That's where that comes from. And so you can't have the haunting fear and faith in the same vessel. And there's, there's something
1: connected, Mom, with your love walk as well. I think if you don't walk in love, yeah. let's put it, let's, let's kind of go down a, a road of what the effects yeah. are. If you don't walk in love you're really resisting the love of God in you, right? If I don't walk in love with you, I'm resisting the love of God in me to forgive and to walk in love with you. But you can't resist it this way and not be resisting it this way. And even Jesus said, if you don't forgive, the Heavenly Father can't forgive you.
0: And then the bottom line is, I think we've already said it once, but faith, it says in the Bible, faith works by love. So if we're not walking in love, our faith is not working. What do we need to do in that case? We need to forgive. And the Bible just says, if you have ought against any, forgive. And then you go free. You and besides that, you are not hurting all those other people anyway. they just making yourself miserable for nothing. And- Bringing an
1: open door to Satan to bring the fear in that he needs yep. to get a hook in you to get a place. So if we, as we understand these sort of pieces of the puzzle, it makes a lot of sense because when I walk in, lo- I forgive you, or I walk in love with you, then I'm walking in love That's right. that casts out fear because not only am I walking in love with you, I am empowering His love in my That's life, right.
0: and Amen. that casts out fear. That's so. Right. So there's no future in unforgiveness. When no we,
1: when we, there's ways we no let good fear future, in too. No good future, I
0: should say. No good future in unforgiveness.
1: No, and it's a huge open door to fear, mm-hmm. and you may not even recognize it. You may not. You might think, well, I'm not afraid. I climb mountains, or I'm not afraid. I, you know, go to dangerous countries, but then you're afraid over your finances. Yep. So and, y- and we, we can't compartmentalize those in our life either. You can't say, well, I'm going to receive my healing because I have no fear that I'm not sick. But then you're riddled with fear over here. It's going to affect your healing because it's fear in so, there. Fear and fear- They faith don't operate together. They don't. And we'll say what Brother Copeland says. Fear contaminated. Not fear tolerated. Is, is faith, faith contaminated. contaminated? And this says that haunting remain in the consciousness, not quickly forgotten. Um, recur persistently. Recur persistently. Disturb distress. Um, cause. I don't read my writing. I can't read my writing. What that says? <laughs> I'm not missing my glasses. What I do with them? Uh, cause something. I wrote really badly. Anxiety. It looked like a city. Cause anxiety. Well, these things that see our consciousness, you got to, let's just talk about a practical thing. I'm just really prompted here from the Lord to talk about a practical thing here. Put watching scary things. We let all that stuff in through yeah, our eyes, right. Don't in our them. ears, in our mouth. If you say, that just scares me to death, you're just welcoming the fear. If, you're, if you go subject yourself to scary movies or you let your kids go to scary movies, mm-hmm. they just laugh it off when you leave. But you just watch something that made you go, <gasps> and you invited fear into your life. And it says mm-hmm. it remains haunting. It means it remains in your consciousness. So in every way you can, certainly shut those easy doors to fear yes, getting amen. in. And just say no to that stuff, because Satan is all about having that hook in you. Yep. So this says that that haunting fear is what puts people
0: in bondage. Fear and faith do not live together. If you, so you got to get rid of Dump the fear. Take the faith. The faith in Jesus, fe- putting your faith on Jesus, Will set you free.
1: Um, but fear keeps you in bondage.
0: Now, you know, and, and also, you remember it's very clear what the Bible says to do with faith cast fear out. I mean, what to do with fear? Cast out the fear, cast it out. Don't tolerate it, don't put up with it, get rid of it, rebuke it, call it by its name, command it to go in the mm. name of Jesus. You know, we have to take authority. Jesus has given us His name. We have authority. And it's up to us and our responsibility.
1: Take it. Take it. And cast out the fear of it. So I'm just going to name a couple of fears here, and then we'll close the broadcast for today, and we'll pick it up tomorrow. Fear of failure. Fear of the past. Fear that it's going to affect your future. Fear of the past being found out. Fear of exposure. Yeah. Fear for kids. Fear of the future fear of ki- for your kids is a huge place. You may not be fearful about yourself, but you're fearful for your kids, which is in turn fearful for yourself because of how that would feel if something happened to your kids. Fear that things won't change, fear of missing the mark, fear of being mistreated. We're going to start with that one tomorrow, fear of being mistreated.
0: Okay. Praise God. 15 seconds. You got 15 <laughs> I got
1: 15 seconds. seconds. Fear of running out of time. Fear of running out of time. Hey, bondage. Let me tell you what bondage is. Being bound by or subjected to some external power or control.
0: Amen. Glory to I God. Do it. We take our freedom <laughs> in Jesus' name. Kelly and I will be right back.
1: We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.